All right, welcome to the show. This is episode five. Um, we're getting close. Next week's Halloween, so we're just trucking along. Um, Woo! Uh, my Yay! <laughs> um, Kayla, Kayla, Lena, and Eli here. Um, how How's everybody doing? What's up? What's up, y'all? Feeling that Halloween spirit. I'm in my house coat, ready to party. (laughs) It feels so nice outside. It's, like, finally cool. Yes, Nashville is feeling good. Yeah, our our friends on the West Coast, I saw the pictures today, and it was, like, 100 and 106. Like, no way. No way. Yeah. awful. I'm so sorry. Yeah, today I, I, I broke out, out my uh, my Misfits hoodie and I felt very comfortable. So let's see. Yeah, it's forty seven right now in Nashville. Yeah. I'm digging it. Yeah, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. Um, Perfect. So, well, <laughs> we're gonna get started. Um, this is kind of a amendment, if you want to, or a, what did I say earlier? It's what they call in the business backtracking. Um, <laughs> So last week when we were talking about uh, podcast shout outs, um, I was uh, on the spot and I was unprepared and I kind of like explained uh, the podcast, one of them that I shouted out and it was not the right description. So anyways, I I wanted to just give them a proper shout out Um, basically because they're kind of similar to our show in a lot of ways. We kind of go over a lot of the same, same stuff. So it's, you know kind of a good comparison but it's the uh, ghost party podcast um it's uh three guys matt uh dave and devin um they go by uh teflon dave matt average and dirt drool those are their uh buzz names or uh, you know radio names or whatever you want to call it and um they go over um i think their format is similar to ours in the sense that they'll kind of go over new stuff um and then they their expertise is actually a lot of the, the B movies, um, or maybe like not the bigger hits. So the last couple episodes, they've talked about the mutilator, the new it movie, uh, transfiguration, murder party and fright night Two. So all of those are, you know, um, I don't know, great horror down to medium down to not great, to, you know, whatever. So, um, you know, but, um, there's, you know, usually some drinks involved, um, so that it makes for a lively conversation. Um, but they are in the St. Louis area, not in the Kentucky area, like I originally thought. Um, but they, uh, they're on SoundCloud, they're on iTunes, uh, yeah, I think they're on Stitcher, um, I think they're on like all the major, you know, podcast sites. Um, but yeah, they're on episode, I think they're up to like night or 20 so they they started a little bit before we did so um so yeah so i just wanted to get that out of the way um i was listening to the episode um they're talking about it and that was one of the first things we discussed when we started our show so it was kind of cool that we both talked about that kind of stuff so yeah um so that's that's the shout out from last week um so now i think we're going to make our announcement, right? Is that what we're doing next? Yes. Yes. Let's do this. All right. So basically um, we have uh, partnered up with um, a company or a a network, if you want, um, called Indie Popcorn. And they have, um, let's see, two, four, 
They have about six podcasts on their network right now. Um, uh, about seven, actually, I think will be the eighth one. Um, and basically their focus obviously is indie films, independent, you know, all kinds of independent films. So we would fall into the, um, the indie horror aspect. And obviously there's been some monster hits, no pun intended over the last couple of years, the witch Babadook, it follows, um, you know, tons of, uh, really good, um, independent horror. And, um, so they, they have a really big social presence on Instagram and Twitter and, uh, tons of Facebook likes and, um, all that stuff. So we are, um, uh, now a part of that network. And, um, so we, um, uh, actually I'd listened to one of the podcasts on the network before I even knew really about him, Indie Film Hustle. And he basically talks about how to make films on a, on a budget, micro budget, no budget, all that kind of stuff. And, um, some of my friends are actors and they do the mo- the movie thing. So I'd, I'd already listened to him and, um, he, he has, tons and tons and tons of subscribers. So it's a, it's a big deal. So, um, it's kind of cool. Um, you know, it's kind of just another thing to help expand our audience. Uh, their, their website is indiepopcorn.fm. Um, and, um, if you go to that site, you'll see our episodes going forward. So that'll be another place to find our episodes, but you can also click on their social media links. And so far they've been posting out, you know, the articles we've been writing about the, the movie list we're doing for October and they reposted last week's episode. So they're just definitely just getting our, the word out for us and all that kind of stuff. So, um, expect to see more from them about our show and, you know, we'll be mentioning them on, on our social media sites and stuff like that. So, so that's the big news. So that's exciting. Um, considering we're on episode five, something kind of big like that to happen to be a part of a cool network like that. So that's, that's awesome. So yeah, that's what we didn't get to announce last week. So yeah. So now we're going to start with the new stuff. And I think we got a pretty good list this week, right? So KB is going to get us started on that. Yep. We have a, probably, I would say maybe the longest list that we've ever had. Do you think so? I feel like this is probably the longest. Yeah. It does seem really, yeah. I started, I started typing it up and I was like, I just kept going and going and going and going, but Hey, we are getting closer to Halloween. Um, so this is kind of a, uh, big week this week, big week next week. And then it's kind of over. I feel like we may have a couple more things, but regardless, it's the time of year AMC Fear Fest has started. So that is, probably one of the biggest horror television events of the year mm-hmm. right yes right sure we all kind of get together and everybody's watching the same stuff and talking about it and i always appreciate those kind of moments where we all can come together it's almost like shark week mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like, it's on par with shark week you look forward to two things amc fear fest and shark week yeah so that started every- yesterday Live every week like it's Shark Week. Right, right. <laughs> I, think yeah, we, it I started... think we mentioned it uh, one of the earlier episodes. You know, it, it 
it's kind of like I'm bummed that it's not longer. You know, um, it used right. to. It Usually, like, it's all month. It was. It used to be the entire month, and it, it, it even seemed like at one point it started like September 30th or something. You know, um, mm-hmm. but you know, it's still. It's like you were saying; it's better than nothing. And uh, they did. I think the, I think the cult of Chucky debuted tonight. Actually, well, this will be airing later, but um, it, it debuted this week. Um, so it's you know, uh, it was it's the brand new Chucky. It's already out. And All right, the Chucky Thon is today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to. Uh, I need to finish Cult of Chucky. I never actually finished it. Oh, I haven't oh. watched it yet. I, oh, it comes on next. Oh, how funny. So as we record this, Cult yes. of Chucky is coming on. That's hysterical. <laughs> so Fear Fest actually runs until the 31st. So by the time this airs, it will be almost over, unfortunately. Um, but we have a lot of other things that are coming out um, that you'll be able to check out. The next one I want to talk about is 1922. Mm. I believe I'm the only one that's seen it. Is Am I correct? Um, I've seen it. You did see it? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Without too many spoilers, um, it is a uh, Stephen King who is just murdering it this year mm-hmm. pun intended yeah. pun intended <laughs> but um this one actually has turned out to be one of my favorites i mean gerald's game was great but i really loved 1922 it's a story about a uh husband and wife and their son living out in the middle of nowhere very i mean country like more country than where I grew up, which is pretty damn country. <laughs> I think they refer to it as the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, the wife is clearly uncomfortable and doesn't want to live on a farm. And things happen. And in so many words, it, it goes it goes downhill very quickly when she decides she wants to sell the farm. Yeah. Thomas Jane is in it, who barely looks like himself. His performance was baffling. He, he you look you look at this man and you see him lose everything he has. His mind. I mean, you don't you don't even know it's Thomas Jane. He's He's almost like a shell of Thomas Jane. Wow. He's so small. um, Because, I mean, Thomas Jane's normally kind of a beefy guy. but he got beefy when he played the Punisher. Right. So he's a completely different person in this one. Eli, what did you think of it? Um, So, yeah, like what you're saying, Stephen King is kind of like two for two this this year. Yeah. uh, he had The Mist, which was one of the worst shows I've ever seen. But then he had Gerald <laughs> and then he had The Dark Tower, which got panned, and then he had It. So, I mean, he was, you know, it, it, I think anyone would take this year, uh, his year as their, I mean, you know, he's still he's still back in the consciousness and all that. Um, I think this one makes it three for two. I mean, yeah, it was really good. Uh, you have some I people. I feel like It counts as ten. Yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> You know, you had some people, you know, I think, I think the only thing with, with, with Thomas Jane's performance, it was kind of hard to understand him sometimes just because of the, the dialect he was pulling off, you know? Um, so that kind of made it a little hard to follow, but, um, 
I've, it, you know, it's the same thing that I think we've talked about and, I, you know, we might even dedicate a full show to it about, you know, maybe, maybe movies that people say aren't horror that really are horror. So I think like Kayla was talking about like, like the witch, you know, some people are like, Oh, that's, that's stupid. Or that's not a horror movie or whatever, you know? Um, you know, I think this one was another one of those where people are like, well, it wasn't really scary. And like, well, I mean, you know, Stephen King, you know, he, he wrote, you know, Shawshank Redemption and he wrote the green mind. I mean, he writes a ton of stuff. Like not everything's going to be, you know, Cujo or, you know, it or whatever. Um, so I think it's definitely a different kind of horror. And, um, it was, um, it was kind of like that one of those old, like, um, you know, I don't know if it's a fairy tale or something, but like the, you know, the guy wished for something and he got everything he wanted, but he actually lost everything. To mm. it, you know? <laughs> and, um, so, um, but yeah, it was, um, yeah, was it a short story? Yeah, uh, it, I think yes. it was a, a, a novella. He it was, was a novella. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it was, um, um, I, I don't, I don't remember the last time I, I saw something like that. I mean, it was really just a completely, you know, it was maybe in the same wheelhouse as Gerald's game, but it was just kind of like a, a 180 from it though. I mean, it was just on the, the completely different end of the spectrum um, as far as that goes. So um, yeah, it's, it's uh but that's a Netflix exclusive. Um, yeah. I've definitely checked that out if you can. It was, it was uh, very good. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the next one I've got on the list is tragedy girls. I would like to see this one. I remember watching the trailer. Um, it's a, it's kind of a high school. Two girls, two high school girls are obsessed with death and they eventually, I guess, maybe decide that they want to be serial killers. It looks kind of campy. It's got a couple of pretty good names in it. I don't know if you guys know, um, the guy that played one of the crazy Germans in, oh, God, what now? What's that movie? Now I can't remember. I, I'm going to come back to that because now, like, my my brain is completely blanking. But his name is Kevin Durand. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. No, uh, no. He's on the, he was on the strain, and he oh. was also in Lost. He, oh, yes. I know you're talking about. He was Fred Dukes in the original X-Men Origins Wolverine. And he's one of those actors that are kind of um, kind of underrated. He, Smoke and Aces was the movie. Did you guys ever see that one? Yeah, that was no. uh, Jeremy Piven and Ron Reynolds. I really loved that movie, but he was this massive just batshit crazy German guy and he was so convincing it was it was <laughs> really fantastic it was like one of those movies that were just super no one really cared about it it didn't even really like take off whether it was good or bad so it was just really flew under the radar and, and I enjoyed it um, but he is he is in that one, so look up Tragedy Girls. I don't really have a ton of information on that one. I don't know if have you guys seen anything about it. I have not. Yeah, Me I, either. I saw something about it on Twitter, but I got it confused with Final Girls, which came out like a year or two ago. 
So I, uh, I guess I didn't associate it with like a new movie. Um, yeah. But then when one of y'all mentioned it, whenever you mentioned it, um, I, I guess it had done well on some of the like movie um, festivals and stuff. So, yeah. So I'm sure it'll be out, yeah. you know, like any day now, I guess, because I think it debuted like in January. So it should be out oh. by now. Yeah. yeah the reviews aren't terrible. It says Josh Hutcherson's in it yeah, from uh, oh, Hunger Games. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, so watching now. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to check that one out. So yeah. I believe um, there's a couple of big ones coming out this week. Um, there's a uh, the the Mist on Netflix, of course. You know that one's super important. So let me put that at the top of the list. <laughs> That's the only one I'm getting excited. Apparently, it's horrible. I mean, I, I I got I got in I got through two episodes. And the only <laughs> the only redeeming thing was I forgot her name, but she's on American Horror Story and she's incredible. Um, she 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 played uh, she played the maid in the in the first in the Death House. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. Oh, she is really good. Yeah. Oh, it's a shame that it's terrible. Then. Yeah, I know. I really liked the well, movie. When, when they announced that, well, yes. that's the thing is the movie really wasn't that bad because Thomas Jane was in that one. Speaking of the devil, um, yeah, and um, yeah, and and you know, kind of adding to this whole year of Stephen King, I was pretty excited, and I, I mean, it's just. I I, can't, I mean, I haven't seen that kind of bad acting, like, maybe ever. I mean, it was just, like, <laughs> well. beyond bad. So, like, you know, if somebody has a weekend to kill, maybe they can plow through it, and maybe there's something more redeeming. But, I mean, after two episodes, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> maybe yeah. people who enjoy torturing themselves. <laughs> yeah, I watched the first episode and enjoyed it, minus the fact that the actual, like, mist is the fakest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, no. Like, the actual mist they're walking through is so horribly fake. But the, the end of that first episode was really cool, but I haven't gone past that, so. I may have to get, give that a try. You guys know how I feel about terrible, uh, terrible horror. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, that's right. Right. Maybe, I'll be, maybe I'll be the guinea pig. <laughs> You'll come back uh, and say, oh, I loved it. It was the best show ever. Of course, of course. Um, The next one I want to take a quick mention of is actually a a new Hulu release. And this has been a movie that I have kind of kept in the back of my head. And I've only seen it once. And it's also one of those movies that I'm not still not quite sure if I'm brave enough to watch again. Um, the French horror movie High Tension. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> man, that movie is rough. Yeah, and it's, it's not exhausting. rough where it's like it's it's stressful and it's gory. Mm-hmm. Which can be a good thing, but I just I I can't I can't tell I can't make myself commit to watching it again. Like I'm yeah, excited that I have access to it, but I just don't I don't know if I can put myself through it again. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few movies like that where I'm like, you know what? I appreciate this experience, but I just it's not a rewatchable one. Right. It's just yeah. too and, hard. And honestly, I'm not going to give away anything about the story on this one. I feel like this is a movie that you need to go in with a clean slate. 
um, and commit and really sit and just get through it. Well, so, you can you can mention this though. About, I mean, is, is I the, don't want to talk about it. Is the, is the <laughs> tension really high? <laughs> Pretty high. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I saw a I saw a list and it was like a top ten of like movies to watch just once, and I think that was like near the top. Um, oh yeah, so they definitely recommended it, but they're like, eh, I, it is, I wouldn't. I it wouldn't is watch it not for the faint of heart. Yeah, that is for sure. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. Um, but check that out. I believe that released on Hulu, and this is the first time I've actually ever seen it on a streaming service. Other than that's a good point. Like, um, I, I've never been able to get a hold of this movie, um, without, you know, maybe even paying for it. So I would watch it while it's up. Who knows when they'll take it down. So the next one, well, the next like three are pretty big ones. Um, the walking dead came out on the 22nd. I know not everybody's keeping up with this show, but let's be real. This is one of the most groundbreaking and kind of, you know, gateway horror TV shows that we've ever experienced. They're on season eight, which I, I feel like is something to be said. I know a lot of people don't know how they feel about what's going on in the story right now. Obviously it completely deviates from the comic most of the time, but it's kind of a culture now in horror. Um, the Walking Dead is, mm-hmm. I, I think. There's, I agree. There's conventions. There's cruises. It has it has gone on for so long, and it has gathered so many followers. And it honestly kind of really spiked Atlanta, Georgia filming, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Sure. So. The Walking Dead came out. It has not gotten a lot of good reviews so far. I have not watched it. Um, the episode just came out a couple of days ago, but I will probably dive into that and have that ready to talk about next week. But it's if you've kept up with the show, it, or you can at least commit to going to Netflix and watching all of the past seasons get to where Jeffrey D. Morgan shows up because Negan is so watchable. And honestly, the past season, it's really good. I'm, I'm enjoying the story. It does get a little slow at times now because, you know, zombies are, we're kind of desensitized to them. Um, but man, they're on episode eight. And I think, I mean, uh, season eight. And I think that's something to be said for the horror community to have a TV show that has oh, yeah. run that long. Yeah, totally. I, think, I think people take for granted how big this show really is, you know, yeah. or they don't appreciate it because, I mean, even if you just look at it at face value, it's probably the most successful comic book adaptation ever, you know. For I mean, sure. And then I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. I'm including, you know, movies. I mean, you know, uh, if you calculate all the money that this show has made, through the eight seasons compared to, you know, the one Avengers movie made or something like that, you know? Right. Um, and they've got the spinoffs and, you know, they got the Walker Starker convention. I mean, it's just, it, it's, it, um, you know, I don't know if we'll ever see another horror show 
with this kind of impact. I mean, there's been popular ones, obviously Twilight Zone, you know, it's been out. There was the first one in the reboot in the eighties and, um, outer limits. And, you know, there's been stuff out there, but I mean, I think those were like, um, they were popular. I mean, I, you know, not to discount them or anything, but I, I don't know if they've done what, what this show has done and continues to do. Um, no, I agree. So, and, and if you, you know, can, the, the if you can commit to catching up, it's really worth it. Yeah, I'll I'll be honest. I I I stopped watching. Um, I didn't watch any of last season, and I think I stopped two episodes before the end of six. So I got almost to the end, and I think it was just a like that. And then the Fear of the Walking Dead came out, and I gave that a try. It's not very good. Um, I didn't get into that at all. It's not good. It's just, yeah. And, and, and they just announced they're going to tie the two in somehow. So like, I think at some point they're going to run into Rick or something or, you know, whatever. So, um, you know, you can't fault them for continue to milk it, you know, but it's like at this point, <laughs> I think they're about to start the third season of that one along with the eighth season of this. So, but, um, but yeah, I want to, I want to kind of get through it because I mean, I, I've invested six seasons of it basically. I know, me too. I saw the premiere last season with Negan to see who got their head bashed in. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, need, I need to keep going. <laughs> it's for sure. Um, it's for sure worth catching up on, especially since it's completely accessible on Netflix. Um, I believe everything is on there. Episode one, all the, all the way up to season seven. So I, I definitely think that you guys should, should give it a try. So I believe the big hitter movie that's coming out is going to be Jigsaw on the 27th. Mm-hmm. This one mm-hmm. I'm very excited about. I kind of mm-hmm. touched on it uh, last, was it last week when we talked about yeah. Guilty Pleasures? Yeah. Yes. So. so that was my Guilty Pleasure was the entire Saw franchise. So this is a big deal for me. I'm actually re-watching all of the movies and the last two that I actually didn't get a chance to watch. So I'm going to go into Jigsaw with a fresh mind and I could <laughs> not be happier about it. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited about to see what kind of kills are going to happen in this one. How can they top all the other ones? Yeah. Right. I, I mean, uh... when you have what I, I don't even remember what nine nine movies and then like comics and video games, how much more creative what the kills can you be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I saw, um, I saw the trailer, um, before happy death day. And I guess I, I might've seen it. I, I just didn't register. And, um, I mean, even the audience was like, fuck yes. I mean, like, um, I, I think, Obviously, if they pull it off, but I mean, I think they waited long enough to do something new, and I think it's coming back at the right time. And um, you know, they've always been pretty creative, you know. And it's it's, it's kind of two things going on at once, right? I mean, they're doing the you're kind of figuring out the the you know, there's just the kills, which is what they're famous for, but then there's also the jigsaw the jigsaw story going on, and you have all of that stuff going on. So there's kind of two things running together at one time. So 
the, the, the well, it's been it's been ten years since they killed Jigsaw. Yeah. So this will be a copycat, but who is it? You yeah. know, that's that's the big teaser, and it's literally been ten years since the last movie. Mm-hmm. So we're working in real time. This is it looks like a much better quality saw. And I do believe that they waited long enough for maybe it could be relevant again. If they do it right, they could, they could have a really big advantage. They could, they could really bring back this franchise and maybe even make more of a prequel about him and make this struggle of a sick man and what happens to him a little bit, you know, more in depth and how he sets up and gets these people. I think it would be really cool to like dive super deep into who he is, who John is and Jigsaw is. So we will keep our fingers crossed that this one is going to do well. I want to try and go see it within the next week to two weeks. I've got a lot coming up. So hopefully one of us can go watch it and we can kind of pop back in next week and talk about that. Um, The, biggest release uh in in my opinion and i believe everyone's opinion is stranger things in a couple of days um i i they finally released uh like guys clothing for stranger things because i sent y'all the, oh. the girl stuff and for a while, yeah. I just I, th- I mean, I was like, okay, I guess they're just doing a girl's line of clothing, which is fine, you know. But um, finally, I got like a baseball tee with like a retro thing on it. So, thanks. Uh, uh, I got something tonight. You'll have to look at my Instagram. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah that was a cool shirt. <laughs> got um, Will upset his head upside down. Pretty awesome. How, uh, how, awesome. how long have we waited on this, guys? So the first season came out last <laughs> July. Yeah. Gosh, amazing. And not too long. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think somebody mentioned well, I mean it's coming out this weekend. I'm I'm slammed this weekend, but like last year I think I consumed the whole season in, in like twenty four hours. So um I I'm gonna definitely try to space it out. This you know, I wanna I, know. But, I wanna save it last. <laughs> somebody I think I reposted it the other today, maybe. What what is I, I don't know. I, I don't, my days are running together. It feels like it's like Thursday, but it's, uh, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> um, yeah, it's some. I, it might have been either like Entertainment Weekly or Nerdist or whoever it was, but they've already seen it and they they were saying it's yeah. basically uh, as good, if not better, than the first one. So wow, so, good to hear. Uh, yeah, yes. and I think it's definitely you know. Uh, Netflix, they're not stupid, so they're like, cool, well, here's, like, double your budget. Go make something incredible. And, like, I think you're going to see, you know, um, when you when you kind of fan the flame with stacks of money, you know, it, cool things can happen. So, yeah. And I think that Netflix also knows that this is one of the most important things that they have ever done. This is not only a – phenomena phenomenon in the horror community this is a worldwide thing everyone talks about this move this show everyone has been talking about this show since the first season it's never stopped yeah 
I mean, this, so, is, this is arguably their biggest hit ever, you know? I mean, 100%. I mean, you know, 100%. House of Cards kind of put them on the map and, um, you know, Orange is the New Black. But, I mean, like you said, I mean, th- those, I, in my opinion, I don't think they were, like, cultural things, you know? Um, no. I, I didn't really see people dressing up like Frank Underwood for Halloween last year, you know? And everyone right. was dressing <laughs> up for 11. Yeah, especially... Stuff. Especially with, you know, cosplays and now they've got a whole line at Target. That doesn't happen with other shows. Mm -hmm. Not a Netflix series. Definitely not a Netflix series. If it didn't happen with Orange is the New Black, like, that was their big one until Stranger Things blew it out of the water. Mm -hmm. And I think, I I don't think I've ever talk to someone that disliked that series either so this is all walks of life that you know kind of caters to because it's not necessarily gory but it is that supernatural monster horror but it's so nostalgic to the horror community that it's just it's it's the ideal it's the ideal fall show for us so them waiting until fall to release it i think was a brilliant idea Mm -hmm. yeah totally for halloween genius right and so the the season two soundtrack is already out and mm -hmm. that came out a couple of days ago i think i've already listened i mean lately my soundtrack has been that um the john carpenter um, anthology, which is just themes from all his movies. And then, uh, we've mentioned them on the show before werewolves in Siberia. Um, they've actually, he's actually made a couple comments about the show on Twitter. So, uh, we appreciate his support, but his, his, his Thank latest, you, yeah, his new, I think, uh, his new shared something of theirs on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it's in that wheelhouse. So if you like that kind of, that, that, you know, uh, the old school kind of synth stuff influenced by Carpenter. They're in that wheelhouse, but they, they do enough to kind of um, stand out. So but, uh, I wanted to give them a shout out real quick. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I imagine we'll have at least some of that consumed next week um, to talk about. Yeah. So and of course, you know, no, no spoilers, but we will try to vaguely keep everyone up to date with what's going on. Um, but I know we won't all finish it at the same time. So we will, we will have a, uh, you know, very soft discussion on stranger things probably in the next couple of weeks. So the, uh, the last one is one that I just found out about and I'm so excited about it. It's kind of silly, but it's another kind of worldwide phenomenon that's happened within the past couple of years. And that is the David S. Pumpkins Halloween special. I'm so excited. Like, I mean, that's Tom Hanks voicing. um, They've got Peter Dinklage doing a voice in it. um, And it's a half hour animated short comes out on the 28th. It should be hilarious. I don't, I'm assuming that you'll probably access it through the SNL website. um, And they usually put their stuff up on YouTube. So if you love, David S. Pumpkins as much as everyone else in the entire fucking world does. That comes out on the 28th. Um, yeah, it's probably on Hulu, too, I think. They, they, a, lot of the, a lot of the NBC stuff ends up on Hulu, like Saturday Night Live and stuff. Yeah. So I'll probably, it'll yeah, probably be there. That, yeah, for sure. For sure. You'll, it, it'll be everywhere. 
don't even you don't even have to try to find it. It'll probably find yeah. you. <laughs> I was reading the uh, they did an, the oral history of that, and I read that. It yeah. was so good. So good. Yeah. It was so good. That was one of. Probably my favorite things that I've seen this week because I think I just read it actually maybe um, not before last. Yeah, I've had to be uh, in West Tennessee for some family stuff this week, and they've got a spirit Halloween store, and they have his costume. And I'm like, I mean, I just need no it for like a January Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, I just I, I could find a reason <laughs> to wear that at all times. You know, so I don't be surprised if we do one of these shows and I'm wearing it. Just like in March or something. Amazing. I wish I could get a women's David S. Pumpkin suit. Yeah. Yeah. Any question? We were talking about this <laughs> Like a women's cut, like work style blazer. Right. Yeah, just like an hour suit. At work. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm oh, just yeah. gonna. I think I'm just gonna buy a men's suit and have somebody tailor it. Yeah. I mean, I bet you if you got on Etsy, there's somebody that is made of women's. Donald, uh, David Pumpkin's suit. Um, I mean, I would be shocked if there's not something. If we, yeah, if we go do something all together for Music City Horror, I think that needs to be our outfit, like our uniform. Oh my god, it's our uniform. That's incredible. Yes, that's that's absolutely brilliant. Um, I will, I will burst your bubble really quick. There are no David S. Pumpkins uh, suits on Etsy. I just. Well, Hold on. we demand that some creative person make those suits yeah. for us. So get on Etsy and make it. We need it. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still digging, guys. So I'm gonna pass uh, the last two over to Eli. Um, he can, he can talk about his two uh, funds, and I'm gonna see if I can find a David S. Pumpkins women's suit while he does that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good use of time. <laughs> Well, basically, did anybody else see Happy Death Day, or was it only me? I think just you. I've not seen it yet. I want to see it so bad, though. So that's why I'm talking about it. Cool. Um, it was um, it was fun. Um, I they they kind of gave a it was a kind of a wink and a nod to Groundhog's Day at the end. Um, they, one of the guys is even like, "Oh, it's like Groundhog's Day," and she's like, "What?" And he's like, "You know, like Bill Murray," and, and you know, it's like. I think they're obviously they know they knew it was like, you know, in that vein, but, um, it was, um, it was cool. Like that story works in a kind of a horror setting. Like she's very self-centered. She's a really shitty person, you know, um, you know, uh, and then it's kind of like the onion. You start peeling the layers back and you kind of start figuring out why and, um, and then for those that don't know, she, she gets killed and then she wakes back up and has to relive the day over and over and over. And, um, so you, it's really cool. You, you kind of, um, kind of how Bill Murray was in that movie. You kind of see her starting to become a better person and, um, figure everything out. And I, I'll be honest that it was kind of a twist ending and it was pretty, pretty well done. Um, I wasn't, um, expecting it to wrap up that way. So, um, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty good, pretty good. And it was evidently a hit. Um, it, it, they're, they're talking about, you know, with it coming out and then this, it's kind of, uh, you know, like, like we talked about one of the first episodes, you know, horrors coming back. It's like, well, it really didn't go anywhere. But, um, when you have these big studio 
hits, uh, you know, kind of puts the spotlight back on the, the genre. Um, so yeah, so I would check that out. Um, and then the other thing, uh, we were discussing the tomorrow, uh, Mondo, who is known for, um, like t-shirts and toys and stuff like that. Uh, they are collaborating with death Waltz records who they've done stuff with before. Um, and they're doing a massive nightmare on Elm street vinyl box set. Um, and it looks amazing. Um, I think it's going to be like 250 bucks. So it's a little pricey, but I mean, it looks just unbelievable. So, um, so it's actually called the box of souls, mm, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, and again, this, when this, by the time this airs, this will have been released on Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, the 25th. Yes. Yeah. I need yeah. to get my days right. Um, yeah, so um, if you don't know about that until the time this airs, you will probably have missed it. They sell out very quickly, so I apologize. But um, I could probably put something on the website, I guess, um, to warn everyone tonight or tomorrow. So yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that was a big chunk of the show. We had a lot of new stuff coming out. Um, right. I think I had a quick update on a show that we talked about last week. Um, which was Mind Hunters, yes. and we had we had kind of uh, touched on it really quickly, and I believe I'd pondered the question: Was it gory or was it not? It's fucking gory, and it's incredible, and everyone needs to watch this show. Yeah, I heard that was gnarly. <laughs> it is a fantastic series. I have not finished it. I think I'm maybe like two or three episodes in. Yeah, I think maybe three. And it is, it's so good. Every every episode, every character, the guy that plays Edmund Kemper is so fantastic. You've got to watch the show. I think that this is going to be an, another pretty big one for Netflix because this is something that they can keep more seasons and more killers. So I haven't done like to really, really super far into it, but I'm completely impressed with what i've seen so far it's awesome yeah i only i've only seen the first episode and it's uh very good um i hope to catch up or you know plow through it soon um it's 100 percent binge worthy yeah absolutely yeah um so i have one more thing to contribute before we move on um i mean this I don't know. This just posted like within the last 30 minutes. Um, but this is coming from bloody disgusting. Um, Rob zombie is doing a sequel to the devil's rejects. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. Are ah, you serious? Yeah. They don't this know. Yeah. They don't know. Um, they don't really know. well, all they're saying is, is it says Bloody Disgusting has exclusively confirmed that Zombie is, in fact, directing a follow-up to The Devil's Rejects. So they don't know any other – because for those that saw the movie, you know, it ended – you know, uh, it seemed to be kind of final <laughs> the way that it ended. I mean – I it, feel like everybody mm-hmm. by now has seen this movie. Yeah. Uh, the Firefly family, family dies. Yeah. So – I, I feel like it's it's okay for us to say that. That movie came out in, like, what, 2005? <laughs> yeah, there's so, a limit on which spoilers. Yeah. If you haven't seen it by now, you know, 
fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that um, movie is really, I mean, it, I think it's pretty important. Yeah. I think that's a very important movie in our, uh, in our little scene. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be interested to see what, what time frame this is in, this is in, um, yeah. and, and what they do with it. I mean, it could be, you know, I mean, they could, they could, um, you know, the finale was a dream or, you know, uh, they do a prequel or they somehow survive. I mean, I guess there's a, a couple different ways and, um, but, um, but yeah, it was kind of a, um, it, I mean, to me, I thought that was definitely like a step above, um, house. Um, I mean, thousand corpses was like, I think that was his debut. I think that was like his first, you know, he'd done his, that he had directed all of the white zombie videos and then his solo videos. But I think that was like the first movie and devil's rejects was just such a step. I I think above that, you know, they were still both fantastic. Yeah. I mean, as a debut, two very different reasons. Yeah. I mean, as a debut, it's hard to argue with that one, but I mean, it was just such a step for him. I think our like, to me, if that movie hadn't came out, he wouldn't have got the nod to do the, the Halloween remake. Um, oh, definitely not. Um, so I, it was always kind of one of those where I'm surprised it's taken this long for him to figure out how to get back to that world, you know, and those characters, regardless of how the movie ended or whatever. He um, he needs to cash in on it, and he needs to cash in on it now. Yeah, because mean, his last few movies have tanked. Yeah. They have done absolutely nothing for the industry for the horror scene at all no one cares about those movies nine times out of ten and he's got to revive his career because he's completely lost it in yeah, my opinion the, those most recent movies are really just bad and it's they're yeah. not even they're not watchable yeah. no it's the or the salem was <laughs> garbage it's like the dialogue is unintelligible um you gotta get. He's gotta bring it back. I totally agree. So I I think that he is doing this at the right time. Yeah. Especially with you know our our so called resurgence resurgence of horror. I can't even say it. Um, resurgence of horror. How's that a tongue twister? Mm. I'm getting too uh, <laughs> I'm getting too passionate about this. He's 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 doing it. Yeah, he's doing it in the right time. If he had waited, this is gonna die down. So this will keep us on our toes. Um, hopefully within the next year. Yeah. I mean, we'll Looking we'll see. That. But yeah, it'll it'll be um, something that gets people interested. Yeah, I agree. So that was big news coming out tonight. Just so happened to hit yeah. right when we were about to record. So, um, so I did want to touch on something Eli talked about earlier was the Friday the 13th game with the Halloween costume yeah, pack. I totally forgot about that. I have the game. Um, yeah, you can like, you can download those. I think it said for a dollar 99, which is not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm loving the game so far, which you guys come over Friday night, we might play it. Yeah. I'm 100% picking <laughs> up on that. Yes. yes. 100%. Um, so it's cool because, I mean, so, so far I've only been the counselor. I haven't been Jason. Um, but, you know, there's ways to escape Crystal Lake 
like, which is you've got to find the parts to the car or find the parts to the boat, um, which I think is, is cool, which I have, I have not found the parts yet. But when I was playing the other night, um, some of the other people I was playing with found them and had gotten into the car. And so I jumped out in front of them and I was like, let me jump in, you know? And so since I don't have a headset, I'm not talking live with these people, but I can hear what they're saying. Uh, so I'm trying to like get into the, the car and it was a full car, which I did not know, but I couldn't get in. And the guys in the car were like, leave her. She doesn't know how to open the door. And they drove off without me. Oh my God. <laughs> So yeah, then I'm just waiting there. And uh, I was like, Martinez, I'm going to remember this because that's the name, the guy's name on there. <laughs> oh my God, how funny. So if you listen to this, Martinez, I'm going to remember you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't done yeah. the update yet. I haven't since they, uh, the, the Friday the 13th uh, release and, you know, they, they switched the um, the first person story and all that stuff. I haven't, I haven't done like, I'm, I'm dreading it because it's to that point where when I saw not sign on PS4 is going to be like, okay, you have like 72 hours worth of updates. Do you want to continue? And it's just like, I've put it off that right. long. So, um, so I actually haven't got to play, but I, I did. I know K, uh, KB will appreciate this. One of them is like his costume is the wrestler and I can't Stop. tell. <laughs> It's supposed to be like an Andre the Giant thing. It's like the whole uh, one strap over his shoulder kind of. Oh you know? no way! And um, so, so yeah, but that's cool. I mean, I like that they're you know for for two bucks to get twelve costumes or something that you can change to the you know change the counselors out and stuff. It's pretty awesome. So yeah, I I really need to I need to either get that game. I'll I'll test drive it on Friday. Yes. I'm pretty pretty excited about that. But guys, I think that wraps up new releases, right? Yeah. So that yep. one was a very long one. We had a lot of stuff, which you know you would expect that for Halloween season. You know, a lot of genre stuff coming out. So, um, and I'm sure we missed some stuff. I know there's some. Uh, um, what was that? Somebody was talking about today. Um, anyways, I know there's some stuff that got released on Blu-ray either last week or this week. And I can't remember. I didn't write it down. So, um, but so yeah, so we're to the part of the show where we're going to discuss the topic of the show. And so the main event, the main event. And I'm calling um, it the main event every week. Okay. I should just get an audio file of uh, Bruce Buffer then. Just that's that. what I was going to say. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to try something. Um, so we'll see how it works. So um, yeah, so this week the topic is. Um, this week we're talking about sub genres of horror um, and our favorite I guess specific ones, you know, which one we, the ones we favor and, and all that kind of stuff. We just thought, you know, the big thing with horror, we've kind of touched it on this episode and other ones, you know, there's not a standard definition of horror. And some people, 
Um, you know, like Kayla's very passionate about the witch and she doesn't understand when people are like, well, it's not that very scary. It's kind of like, well, I don't know. Are, are you, are you really that smart? Like, you know, so, you know, I think, you know, unlike, no offense, but kind of offense. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, I mean, there, there's some people that don't think Jaws is a horror movie, you know? And, and I mean, there's, uh, there's so many different, you know, The Sixth Sense is lumped in as a horror movie. Um, Get Out is lumped in as a horror movie. You know, I mean, there's, I think mm-hmm. you can have horror elements without, you know, even, um, I can't remember if we've talked about it, but The Guest that came out a couple years ago, Dan Stevens. I mean, yes. that's a freaking horror movie disguised as an action movie. I mean, I went into it. Of course. Into, you know, but then slowly you're like, holy shit, this is a, this is a horror movie. Like, this is straight yeah. up, like, almost like a slasher movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. You know, so it's just kind of interesting that, like, in this genre, there's so much stuff that can, you know, there's comedies, there's the different genre. I mean, there's just so much stuff. And, you know, just because I don't think it's hard doesn't mean it's not. So I don't know. We just, we kind of thought it'd be an interesting uh, topic to kind of talk about the different, you know, genres and stuff like that. So I think, uh, I think Lane is getting started this week. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, when we first brought up, up this topic, I had no idea how many subgenres there were. There are so many. I've got two pages of stuff that Whoa. I love, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, of course, I would say my top favorite being slasher films, Friday the 13th, Halloween, whatnot. But I wanted to touch on two other ones uh, that are my favorite. Uh, one, the first one being and comedy horror, which I love. If you be scared and laugh at the same time, that's the best combo ever. Um, and my <laughs> first example is Cabin in the Woods, which I know KB loves. As which much I am I do. <laughs> typing up um, my uh, my post for this movie. So this is yes, it's going to be a long one. I've been working on it for a while, so I. Just forgive me if you read our reviews. I get really passionate about this one. Oh, uh, it's so good. It's so wonderful. Yeah. If, if you're listening and haven't seen it, you really need to watch it. I saw this in theaters, and I, my mind was just blown, which I know some of my other friends that like scary movies thought it was dumb. I don't see how you could think that. Well, <laughs> you're wrong. It, it, goes, no. it goes back no. to what we were just saying. I mean, you know, I, I think people were going in thinking it was going to be like Evil Dead. Because it, you know, kind right. of was all that, mm-hmm. and then when it kind of switched to what it really became, oh, that's stupid! Like, no, it's it's, it's incredible, actually. It's pretty brilliant. It was, brilliant. Yeah. It was yeah. one of the smartest movies. Yeah, I've yes. ever watched. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. I that's think one of the all, ones where if people don't like it. I'm like, well, then you just didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. You didn't yes. get it. <laughs> yes. That's, that's how that's I am been, with, with Halloween. Yeah. Theory. Exactly. That's been my favorite. Halloween costume the past few years, the ballerina with all the teeth. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's hard for me to top that one. <laughs> my, uh, my favorite character personally is Lord Fornicus. Uh, uh, Fornicus, <laughs> Lord of Bondage, Bondage and Pain or something like that. Oh, and amazing. you know exactly who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. yes. The guy with the, the like, blades in his um, head. He's just oh, yeah. super, super. There. It's <laughs> so buffy. Yeah. It's so buffy. Yeah. Fornicus, Lord of Bond Japan. That's what he's yeah. The part when uh, all the elevator 
dings go off at the same time and then it's just yeah. like silence and they all come out i mean it's, it's just, just amazing, a it's so amazing. <laughs> yes. so i've seen that movie oh god i think i've watched that movie probably like 30 40 times oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i know i saw it in I the theater the part, twice I, remember. I love the part where the girl's like well i bet on zombies and he's like no you they're two different kinds you bet on zombies this is zombie redneck torture. redneck yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> i love it so good. and of course the merman yes. <laughs> right right love him um I mean, that's my just my first example. Of course, I've talked about I love Evil Dead, the first and second ones, the originals. What We Do in the Shadows, I think is oh, hilarious. I'm obsessed with that movie. <laughs> hilarious. I mean, that's not, you know, not horror, but it's just so funny. Um, I would say Lost Boys falls under here because it makes me laugh and it's scary at the same time. Um and that's why I liked the remake of It, too, because it had some comedy factors to it. Um, Shaun of the Dead, wonderful. Hatchet, love it. Also, Club Dread. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just, that's just some of them that I love underneath that subgenre. Uh, and my other one, this was hard to pick because... I was trying to pick between Home Invasion and Haunted House because under Haunted House, is, I would count 1408, which I love. But I think I'll have to go with Home Invasion on this one, uh, which I would include The Strangers, You're Next, and The Purge movies. Oh, I mean, cool. is one of them. I just love them all. And, like, you know, Home Invasion, that's something that could really happen. Knock on wood, it's not happening to me tonight. But uh, I did just watch The Strangers the other day. That just gets me every time. It's such a quiet movie. And then all of a sudden, like, that record player plays. The guy with the bag on his head. I mean, just the combo just kills me. It's like four in the morning when they come to their house and knock on the door. How creepy is that? Same with, like, Here Next. It has that one song in there. That's just so annoying. But uh, it's in the very beginning of the movie. I forgot what, what it was. But... Have y'all seen that? You're next. It's yes, like I really like yes. that one a lot. Yeah, I haven't checked. That's that a clever movie too. I thought. I think I need to give that one another try because it's not really sticking out of my brain. I know that I've seen it, but for some reason I can't remember much about it. I like. I, I can't I liked remember it a lot. specifically, and I'm too lazy to just pull up a window and Google it. Um, <laughs> but I think that guy directed the guest too. I think those are his two movies. Yes. Adam Wingard, yeah, I think is his name. And he did. Yeah. Did he do? Did he do Gerald's Game? Or was that no? That was the Mike was the Flanagan. Guy, that was the guy that did Hush, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which love that too. If anyone hasn't seen oh, it, yeah. yeah, that's a that's a home invasion one too. Yeah, yeah. that one was that one was pretty good. I was oh yeah, me and KB one. watched it around the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. And of course, the Purge movies. Mm-hmm. I like them all. I think the first is the best. But I really like that last one. No, is that election? Um, the, election year? Yeah. yeah, election year was my favorite. So good. I, I mean, I love all three. That's probably in my top five, like doing, favorite franchises. What are they doing but, with it? Uh, like, are they doing? Is there like a prequel coming out soon? Um, uh, I heard there was something about something like they're setting it on oh, an island. Yeah. So like, it's like a resort, oh. and then like midnight hits, and like, oh, guess what? You know, something like along those lines. But then I heard they're talking about making it a TV show too. 
They're doing both. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, they're doing both. So they're doing – the TV show is actually going to be about what happens after, like, in between each purge. So that whole whole year time frame in between each purge is what the TV show is going to be about. Oh, that'd be awesome. As far as the island – and, and you are right about that. This one is going to be focused on, um, and this is per IMDb, um, film will be a prequel that will focus on the events that led up to the very first Purge event. So nice. this is all about what got us to the Purge. Awesome. I, I'm so excited. I'm so yes. excited. I will probably love everything that they do because everything that they've done up until now has been fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I agree. this it's probably what this saw and conjuring have been like the three biggest, like new horror stuff. And like, since the two, since 2000, right. I mean, there's, right. I mean, but I mean, only, but only part of saw is like worth a shit and it's well, still kind of corny. Yeah. But those were like, like those were like original content. franchises. They weren't Freddy or Jason or anything. I mean, they're sure. And so the Purge mm-hmm. is definitely, you know, in the top three, and it's still they're still expanding it, and you know, and actually critically that that those movies get reviewed pretty high for being yeah, they're really popular. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's kind of I think it's uh, you know now I think it's kind of scary because we're almost to that kind of society where we're getting close to well, and that's honestly kind of throwing it back to the genre thing it's kind of like just weird dystopian horror mm-hmm. so it's yeah. about it's about just different kinds of you know different kinds of terror i guess yeah you know i i love it i love it i think all of those movies are smart i think that yeah. the ideas that are coming up with for expanding the series are really really interesting and different they could just keep going mm-hmm. and show purge after purge after purge and, and get everybody all the give everybody all the shock but for the people that really want to know why and who these people are and and how how they got to where they are to to actually do this because this is i mean that's actually a pretty big theory what would happen if you just gave everybody the freedom to do what they whatever they want one day of the year yeah. how much would it cut out, out on crime i mean this is very very realistic settings i mean this is 100 percent. this could happen oh yeah which is to me absolutely more scary than pretty much any other subject yeah yeah Definitely. Just like the strangers. I mean, it's the same yeah. concept. Realistic horror. Exactly. Um, I love it. Yeah, I'll have to post on our story my costume from last year. I was the girl from the, the Purge Anarchy that wanted her candy bar and her... Yes, I wanted like, to be her for Halloween. So <laughs> I so cool. Yes. Yeah, like, I, I, I want to cosplay her really bad. It was fun, but like... Uh, working in retail and your forehead says kiss me it was probably not the best idea I've ever had <laughs> yeah. I just need to get a hold of that mask yes yeah me too I had face paint and so that's why I kind of tried to do it and I was like this turned out pretty good they, so. they sell the masks on Etsy believe me I've got them bookmarked that's awesome <laughs> um, 
One last thing that I wanted to touch on was a subgenre that is kind of out there, and I thought it was hilarious that I could not not say it, but was Bumpkin and Redneck, yeah. which I uh, apparently liked. Like a long turn. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say wrong turn, which my mom and I both love all of those because they're pretty hilarious. And um, also Texas Chainsaw, of course. But uh, yeah. Have you you seen, it's a combo, I guess, like Redneck and horror comedy, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Oh, yeah. I I love that. It's so charming. It's just so cute. And it's so gory, too, at the same time. And yeah. You just you just love those guys so much. They're so <laughs> And the yes, cool thing about that movie is I, I almost always see it in, like, the top horror movie list. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, it's done really well to, you know, be kind of more like an indie film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Um, I'm going to pass it on to Kayla now. What are your favorites? Yeah, um, I am a supernatural kind of fan. Mm, uh, I nice. love ghosts. Um, it's typically my wheelhouse is uh, ghosts and other sort of hauntings. And I, I'm not sure why I like those so much. I'm not really a big gore hound. Um, I'll watch gory stuff, but it's not usually my favorite. I like slashers okay, but usually just the first one in the series and I tend to be kind of a snob, so maybe that's why I tend to gravitate to the more, like, kind of classic style of the ghost um, and supernatural stories. Um, so when I think about those, like, the first one, kind of a modern example that I think of is The Others, the Nicole Kidman movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I um, love that one. It's just, oh, it's so beautiful. Um, it's a gorgeous-looking movie. Of course, Nicole Kidman just looks like... a perfect like doll she's just amazing um and it's well acted well directed and it's just a very classic ghost story and of course it has a really great interesting twist um but it just reminds me of all like the gothic novels that i read in college and in grad school and growing up to with just the old-fashioned ghost stories and the creepy house setting and uh, the kind of spiritualism with the seances I love that kind of stuff. I will watch that <laughs> every single time mm-hmm. I see something like that. I'm like, ooh, I've got to watch this. Even if it's not that great, I'll still watch it. Um, I also think about Supernatural in kind of a different way, too, that Supernatural can often reflect what's going on in a person uh, psychologically. Um, like their mental state almost comes out in a different way. So when I think of something like that, I think about the Babadook, uh, which I am obsessed with. And I will talk about every chance I get Um, where the main character, the mother, Amelia, her mental state, um, you know, she's going through a lot of grief and depression kind of almost manifests in this supernatural creature, the Babadook. Um, and I really love that kind of representation that those kind of supernatural monsters can have. Um, and I think about how it was marketed and it was marketed as, Ooh, look at this new creepy, scary monster when actually it's just a story about this woman and the struggles that she's going through emotionally. And I just think that kind of storytelling is really powerful. And that's why I gravitate toward that a little bit more. 
Um, a couple other examples, uh, Carrie, which I just bought the Funko Pop today, and she showed up and she yes. her prom dress with the blood all over her, and she's so so cute. So wonderful. <laughs> I love it. Um, that's one of my favorite supernatural movies because of her uh, telekinetic powers, of course. Um, I also think about movies like a lot of A-horror, uh, like Asian horror movies deal with supernatural so in that case, I think of movies like Cairo, uh, which is also called Pulse, um, which is about kind of Internet-inspired suicides. It's like there's some sort of kind of ghost in the machine sort of idea um, where there's some sort of weird viral commit suicide and they're like ghosts that's really creepy and very dark um in a movie the tale of two sisters um which was remade a few years ago as the uninvited which was not really that great um i mean it's kind of fun but it's the original movie um which comes out of korea is just very oh it's just beautiful um it's a beautifully made movie it's very moving very sad it's psychological and also supernatural and i just really gravitate to that kind of storytelling it just kind of reminds me of all the books that i grew up reading with the ghosts and i just really like that kind of stuff um i don't know if anybody else gravitates towards supernatural stuff at all either oh it's one of absolute my absolute like go-tos if it's about a ghost I mean, would you you would consider vampires supernatural, right? Sure, and they're not usually my favorite. I think because vampires now are kind of uh, kind of lost their like toughness, I guess, a little after Twilight. Um, you definitely, maybe. I mean, you're you're definitely in a sub 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 genre, sure. yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I do like some vampire stuff too, and you know, there are those kind of monsters um, that you might consider supernatural or people with special powers. And I like that kind of stuff too, but yeah, we can dig in a real deep hole with supernatural stuff too, which is fine. Um, but oh, yeah, I just really like that kind of stuff too. It's a lot of fun. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really imaginative is maybe the other thing I can get with it is that you can go all kinds of different um, pathways and you tell so many great stories with it. Nice. Anybody want to chime in? Um, I'll say right on. (laughs) (laughs) We're also, I feel like we're losing steam, y'all. No. Pick it up. (laughs) Right. Um, Where's the kombucha? Right, um, where's the kombucha? Where's the the, kombucha? uh, The indie movie out, or it may already be out, but it's called A Ghost Story. And it's definitely not horror at all, but it's like a, um, existential existential movie um but i mean the main character is like the traditional like he's in a sheet with the holes poked out and um i mean it got like incredible reviews on like the um uh movie you know festival circuit and stuff like that and people are talking about like oscar buzz and stuff so not exactly would like this but it has ghosts in it so i think it'll at least be worth a watch so Mm-hmm. It does look really, it looks really sad. Um, and, you know, I guess we can think ghosts of people who have uh, passed away or these spirits are still hanging around and they tend to have kind of a twinge of sadness to them. Um, something like uh, The Devil's Backbone is a really 
beautiful movie, but also really sad too. Um, so you kind of have a touch of that as well. Yeah, totally. I believe it's my turn. Yes, KB. All right, let's get let's get me up on my soapbox. Um, my choice was possession. Yay! Yay! Yay. Everybody's favorite. Because let's get real, The Exorcist is probably the most iconic horror movie in history. Would you agree? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, until, until it came out, it was also highest grossing. Um, it's been right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was in, that was in 1973. mm -hmm. That movie will never die. Mm -mm. No one will ever forget about that movie. That is another, no, of course, you know, it didn't, it's not a a story that's going to create merchandise, but it's, it's one of those groundbreaking turning point films and it's widely regarded as the scariest film of all time yeah i mean i remember when they re-released it in 2000 2001 and they added the uh you know the spider crawl scene going down the yeah and i mean i saw it in theaters i I left i walked out of the theater and it's like i had been like my blood was cold like i was like i can't believe what i just saw and i mean i was that point i was older so um, right and and it's hard to watch it's hard to watch every time well and it's one of those two. it's like you know that i think it came out of nowhere like you know because it's based on a book and i you know people it was a bestseller and all that good stuff but i don't think people were ready for it and it just kind of and it's kind of like especially for people that are you know we're down in the bible belt you know christianity and all that kind of stuff i mean like if you believe that stuff, like that could happen. Like uh, the devil is real. And like, why, why couldn't he possess you? You know what I mean? So, I mean, it adds, he's he's like ready to present, possess you at any slip. Right. It's it's kind of that whole, um, you know, what, what's, what's scarier than like someone attacking a child, you know, and then seeing her Mm -hmm. mom, be helpless and you know just all that stuff but yeah i mean there was reports of people throwing up and you know passing out passing and, out and, yeah. yeah i mean, I mean and then i and you grew up hearing that stuff you grew up about you know hearing about this movie and i was born in 1987 and and i i remember hearing about it as a child and i remember going into my school's library and i would get this one book about horror movies and I was always too afraid to look at it and I would finally make myself and I would always make myself look at the picture of, <sighs> um, of Reagan because it was where her face is all torn up and mm-hmm. she's wild eyed and her head's backwards. Mm-hmm. And, and it was scary as a kid. It's scary now and I'm 30 years old, but that is hands down my favorite film of all time 100 percent yeah i so think 100 percent a lot but i just want to make sure that you guys know that i'm serious well, you keep <laughs> it 100 you know, percent in the way i would you know say that. like 50 percent yeah i would say 150 percent right well yeah. in yeah in my opinion greatest 
greatest horror film of all time. My personal favorite um, is The Exorcist. I actually like the ones that follow as well. I'm not really going to talk about those um, because I, I wanted about, I to, to, mention that, to yeah. talk about the TV show. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the sequels, The Exorcist sequels are worth watching. They are, are of course, not as crazy one? as the first one, but I like the sequels. I was watching the second one, like, within the last week or two, and it's just, like, it was really bad. Like, I couldn't, I got I about halfway it. through it. Now, the third one, I've heard, you know, um, I, people don't give it enough credit, and it's kind of like, um, kind of like Halloween 3, which everyone knows I have a soft spot for. So, um, I, I started it, but I didn't. I didn't get finished with it, and it it seemed a lot better. It seemed more like a better sequel than the second one. Like it looked more like a direct, you know, to the first one kind of a deal. Um, but I want to go back and finish it just because you know it has that scene in it. And um, but um, anyways, yeah. So I was just unrelated. I had started those two recently, and um, then we no, I, I really them. liked Exorcist. Exorcist, the beginning was great. It's got Stellan Skarsgård in it, which oh. is Bill Skarsgård's father. Yeah. So you've got <laughs> the dad of Pennywise, which is kind of funny. But yeah, yeah, I mean, if you if you at least pick up the beginning and Dominion, those are actually those were enjoyable for me. Um, but as far as the original, I mean, you, you can't, you can't beat the original. Yeah. I think I that the TV show though has, has really um, brought the exorcist back. I mean, I don't think it necessarily ever left, but you know, we've had this conversation so many times horror never leaves for some of us. And I think that the exorcist is something that we probably watch outside of October. So the fact that they've created this television show in 2017 and done it well is really says something because this is, this is directly tied in. This is directly tied in with the entire story, the entire universe, Everything is connected. They've tied up all of these loose ends really nicely. It's it's very impressive. And the first season from start to finish was just it was a fun ride. And yeah, I need I to, I'm a couple of episodes behind on the new season, but the new season is is proving to be the same. So the fact that you know, the original came out in 1973, and now it's 2017, and we've got a TV show. Like, that's pretty awesome. Pretty, uh, pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. one of the first conversations that me and KB had after we... Yeah. After I kind of was like, hey, I have a, you know, non-creepy, non-sexual question to ask you. <laughs> and once we figured out... What we, an opener. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, you know, she was into like, have you watched the exorcist TV show? And unfortunately I have a prejudice against, um, Fox TV shows and CBS TV shows. So if they come on one of those networks, I just generally don't give it a shot. So, um, but when it came out the first, like when the first season came out, there was just so much stuff going on at one time. I really just didn't have enough, you know, time to process it. But now that KB's on board and we've talked about it like on two shows now and, um, 
I think I've mentioned on one of the other shows, somebody was saying uh, there's an article about how that show is changing TV horror, kind of how the ex, uh, The Walking Dead did five, you know, seven or eight years ago, whatever it was. So, right. um, so I definitely want to want to check it out. It's you know, we we have other people, not just one of our hosts, singing its praises. So I think it's probably worth a shot. It's it's really. I feel like I'm, like, not – I need to open a thesaurus. I keep using the same words, groundbreaking, 100%, 100%. fantastic. <laughs> but, I mean, and I really mean it. I really mean it. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be able to use all of these flowery words to describe it. It's just fucking good. It's just – it's interesting. It's – it's got continuity with this, you know, the entire story. So check out the Exorcist TV show if you haven't yet, but watch the original first. You've got to watch it or you may not understand the TV show. The sequels are not necessarily a requirement, but the original is an absolute must rewatch. If you haven't done it, if you don't remember things or you will be completely lost. Um, my other favorite couple of movies i'm just going to touch on these really quickly so we can move on um to eli but i love the the exorcism of emily rose which is actually i didn't know this semi-based loosely on a true story mm-hmm. um and that yeah, one came out yeah. in 2005 really impressive really creepy it's got a lot of legal drama elements mm-hmm. in it as well which is kind of cool but it's it's still 100 percent a possession film um and it was one of the better ones that we've got within you know the past 10 years um another one that i really really enjoyed was constantine the keanu reeves movie which is part of a comic book franchise but i have never personally read hellblazer i heard from Eli that it's not super close to the comic book, so I don't think that the the read is necessary. I would like to pick up those to check them out because Constantine was a great film. It was not super gory. It was a little bit more on the supernatural side. Um, but there are possessions, and there are possessions aplenty. Gavin Rossdale is also in it, which mm-hmm. is... Oh, I remember that. Oh, I think, yeah. I I love me for Bush. Yeah, Yeah, right? He was, um, yeah, he was in that, like, fucking awesome awesome. band. Gotta go back and watch now. (laughs) Right, right. And then the last one I want to throw in there, and I don't know if you guys remember this one, it was released in 99 with Stigmata. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yes. oh my I, gosh! That one, if I see it on any streaming service, oh. I immediately watch it. That's that's one of my favorites. Yes. It's so interesting. So many. Um, yeah, there's like the right. Paranormal Activity was Possession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, think, I think a lot of I don't know if it's just me, but for some reason, like my brain tricks me and it's like, oh no, it's a ghost story. No, it's Possession. Yeah. I enjoy this. I'll watch them. Same. I'll watch them all. <laughs> yeah, I think the the Constantine we talked about it earlier. I mean, if if it was just called something else, I think it would have been a much bigger, um, you know, deal. Uh, the, the big thing is like Constantine is kind of in that genre of like Deadpool. Like he was definitely kind of like the anti-hero, and so yeah. there's a very fanatical fan base. So when they said, "Cool, we're doing a movie," everyone got a boner, and then it was like. 
Like, <laughs> I mean, in the comics and then on the TV show, he's a he's a blonde headed British dude that chain smokes, and so yeah, Keanu Reeves is kind of like the polar opposite of that. So right. Um, other than that, I mean, it was awesome. It's a really well done. Um, and um, and then if you never saw the TV show on NBC, that actually was pretty good. And um, the guy that played him on that version, you know, he was, the, you know, the real, real deal. British, blonde head, smoked. So it was pretty cool. Um, I thought the the last Exorcist was good, too. It was kind of like a found footage one. Um, cool. Oh, I really out. like that one. Yeah. And it's yeah. different because it's, like, in the South, which yeah. I think oh. is kind of... Unusual. Yeah. And the one dude, I can't remember his name, but he was also in Get Out. He was in he was in both of those. Um he's he's really good. So but um yeah, there's a lot of good ones on that list you just rattled off, so uh, I was pretty proud of my list. Yeah. Well you keep it a hundred percent, so one hundred percent. I should just I no, I'm just a ten. Are you Ty Dillinger? Did you get it? Yes. Thank you. I was like, oh, shit. What if I just made a wrestling reference? That, like, that one's pretty. That one's pretty obscure. Yeah. That's not like a mainstream wrestler. Yeah. So if I can say that and one person gets it, thank yeah. you. I'm glad that you came back with that, or I was going to be like super embarrassed. Yeah. 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 You would have been like, well, I'm 95 now. Never mind. It was a Ty Dillinger joke. You guys don't get it. <laughs> well i guess it's is it my turn are we or do you yep. have anything else you want? Yeah. yep okay um well i kind of copped out um I'm, I'm mine is just basically slasher um and uh, you know i think um when it's all said and done that one might be um one of the more profitable ones of all time because you have all the you know Halloween, Jason, Freddy, Chucky, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, you know, all of these were like huge, huge, huge hits and, you know, tons of spinoffs and comics and TV shows and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, may not be the best. That's always objective, but it's, you know, definitely one of the more popular genres, um, um, you know, as far as from a money standpoint, um, but it kind of, I mean, there's, there's roots of it earlier, obviously, but I mean, the two big ones that kicked it off in 73 were Texas Chicken Cell Massacre and Black Christmas. Um, those both came out, um, and kind of kicked the doors on, uh, off, off the hinges there. And then, uh, you know, 78 with Halloween, that was kind of, I guess when it was perfected maybe, or the, kind of the, the formula was perfected and um but yeah i mean luckily for me i grew up in the 80s so that's when that boom hit so you know that's when all of that stuff was popular and you know you don't see for example like freddy krueger you know he he was more of a he was a slasher, but it was more of a, you know, he had the psychological edge because it was dealing with dreams and all that kind of stuff but i mean you didn't see a lot of you know, uh, horror characters on MTV, you know what I mean? And you didn't see a lot of horror characters with their own dolls and, you know, water guns and, you know, bubble gum and, and all this kind of stuff. And there was just so much, um, you know, they were so popular and that at that time it rivaled like the universal monsters and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, 
but you know, um, all of those are good. You know, I, 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 uh, I'm a big, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street fan. Um, I like all the, the Friday 13th, um, Halloween, everybody knows I like Halloween three. Um, so, and then I was going to kind of talk, um, kind of like psychological horror, which is kind of broad, I know, but, um, like I think of like, um, you know, some of Hitchcock stuff, um, even get out really was kind of psychological, you know what I mean? Like it was, it yeah, wasn't really, totally. it wasn't gory, you know, per se. Um, uh, I think it follows was kind of psychological, um, in the sense that it was, uh, the killer was kind of nameless and faceless and they didn't really explain mm -hmm. much about that's one thing I really liked about that one. They didn't really explain shit. They say, you know, you have sex, there's a <laughs> curse, good luck. And that's it. And, and, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I love know, that movie. <laughs> they, they didn't dive into any kind of mythology or where it came from. They just said, well, here it is. Good luck. And that, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, and then just the way that he changed or the, the you know, the, the curse or the killer, whatever changed, mm -hmm. you know, uh, throughout the movie was really good. So, um, so again, that one's kind of a broad, um, genre, but I mean, there's, um, yeah. you know, um, even probably put the shining in there probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually exactly what I was about to say. Shining is definitely, um, it's hard to characterize. Um, but, um, they've got that, uh, the documentary about it on Netflix. It's just, it's you know it's one of those things where you watch it and you're like wow this is incredible but then you watch the documentary and there's like holy crap there's like a thousand layers i didn't even look at you know and um but um yeah um so those were i don't know it's kind of hard to you know dive into slashers because it's just so popular and it's so you know maybe over overexposed i guess um but um i think that I, I think that's um i think it's a really important genre you know and it keeps keeps popping up you know the 90s we had scream and you know i know what you did last summer in urban legend and then i mean i you probably i mean i know it some of it kind of leans into i guess they labeled it like torture horror or torture porn or whatever mm -hmm. but i think saw's kind of a slasher you know and hostile well, yeah i mean yeah. I mean, I guess that's where you walk the fine line of serial killers mm. and stuff like that. I mean, there's just, there's so many different categories that you can put movies into. Yeah. It's amazing how many different ones. Yeah. I definitely think that it was important that we mentioned slasher films. I mean, that was really, you know, probably the most important movement in horror history. Oh, yeah. Sure. So, I mean, I think it took it to a new, a new dimension, really. And um, um, you know, luckily for us, well, I think all of us. I mean, that like we with us growing up in that, and, and that's kind of like, you know, my, uh, you know, my default position is just you know slashers and, and that kind of stuff. And um, you know, I think if I hadn't have absorbed all of that it wouldn't have gotten me into the other stuff that i've explored and grown to love and all that stuff you know so um so so yeah so um yeah Excellent. yeah i think that was i think that was a good list i think those are some good um some good ones and we i think we all mentioned some that were you know i hadn't thought about 
um, as far as like specific movies and stuff like that. So a broad, a broad spectrum from your favorite strangers. <laughs> but I think we're all about to like not officially be strangers after Friday, right? Maybe, yeah. All right, um, no. we are finally actually going to hang out. Yeah, we're going to in meet. real life. I hope it I can make it happen it. because my costume is almost finished, and I mean it's it's just going to be incredible. I think you're. I might Instagram live this <laughs> yeah. from our account. Yeah. We should. Um, we should. I'll uh, I'll I'll message everyone privately and let them know what's going on with everything on my end. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, we'll see. It's a it's a it's a tentative, and I'm hoping it's a, at least you know, part of us will you know be able to get together. Yeah. But it will it will happen. It will happen again yeah. in the future, yeah. I'm sure. We just all need to be better about making plans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we talk about we're like oh we're gonna go see the Evil Dead musical and then right. None of us. No, that doesn't I know. It kind of reminds me of this meme I saw. It was like, introverts unite separately from your each from your own homes. <laughs> yep. I'm I'm always that um I'm always that meme where it's like someone calls and cancels uh your plans and you were already in bed with your laptop in your lap anyways. You're like, well, that's fine. Cat, I'm like, that plan not going anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. That's me. like, oh, I can't go to dinner tonight. And I'm like, oh, I well, I wasn't, I wasn't even oh. going to come at all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was about to text you and tell you that I had something else to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was in bed. Right. Which is not me good. anywhere else. It's all good. <laughs> Well, I think we're going to do the oh. uh, the podcast shout out and um, we'll be kind of brief with this because you can go to the website and see all this. But we uh, basically just want to mention all of the other podcasts that are on the Indie Popcorn Network um, since we're all part of the same group now. Um, so if you go to uh, IndiePopcorn.fm, um, you will see – their homepage and at the top it'll say podcast and click that and then it'll bring it up um, all of those I believe including us now there's eight in the network um, so all of those are as follows um, behind the lens um, F is for film um, 5.5 um, frights of the round table um, horror hose um, those are their words not mine I didn't call them that. <laughs> I love that. Um, that's amazing can we um, be those yeah <laughs> Um, horror movie survival guide. Um, I think that, I think I'd listened to one of those before. I think it's like exactly what it says. They pick and they pick a movie and tell you how to survive it. So that's pretty cool. And then the other one is called indie film hustle. And that's the one that I had listened to, uh, before. And he's, he's really good. He's a filmmaker. Um, he's done a bunch of independent films and then he interviews people and, um, you know, uh, his whole thing is um, independent films and how to make movies with no budget or low budget and all that kind of stuff, but also make it look like a million bucks. So, so we're, we're really excited to be a part of this network. Um, you know, we were big. Um, the big thing with horror is some of the best stuff out there is independent stuff, you know, uh, things that slip under the radar that you know big studios don't get behind um you know we just mentioned some it follows the witch babadook um the guest 
Um, I think Hush was kind of considered a, a not a big studio thing. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. So we're, we're excited. Um, you might start hearing us plug some of the indie movies, um, indie horror movies that we don't already plug. You know, those, uh, those might fall in our lap sooner now than before. So, um, but yeah, check those out. IndiePopcorn.fm. Um, that'll give you the full description of each one, each show. Um, and you can also, um, I don't know if we officially announced this or not. We're going to have pretty much try to release a new episode every Friday. And so that'll be just another location to find our stuff. It'll be IndiePopcorn.fm. And they'll be posting their stuff on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And then you'll still have it on our website, MusicCityHard.com. So, yeah. So who wants to do the social media? Um, I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. Um, Please find us at Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube um, at Music City Horror. Um, give us a call. We have a voicemail set up, so you can leave us a voicemail. The number is 615-538-7474. We'd love to engage with you in some very fruitful conversations there. So leave us a message. I like that. Fruitful conversation. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very eloquent. <laughs> Hope people want to call if I say that. You know, maybe that helps. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. say, call, call us and say some shit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably get one thing and be like, Ty Dillinger sucks. <laughs> he needs to go back to NXT. He sucks. <laughs> and then we'll just talk about how the person who called sucks. And then we just give someone $5 if they do that. I will pay $5 if you call in just to say Ty Dillinger sucks. Yeah. Right. Y'all, this is a free $5. Just Why would you turn that down? Right. And you have to tell me why Ty Dillinger sucks. You can uh, call and say it. Yeah. If you don't know who Ty Dillinger is, you're shit out of luck. You have to call me and tell me why you think Ty Dillinger sucks. Yep. And it's a real number, 615-538-7474. I mean, it's, it's a lot. Or is it? Call and find out. Call and find out. <laughs> we don't have a, we haven't had a brave soul yet, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep oh. plugging it along. We'll see. Maybe one we, need, we need some bodies to call. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, cool. Well, that was, uh, that was a good episode, I think. Everything went smooth. That was fun. Yeah. So, maybe we'll have some, um. I don't know. Maybe we'll be able to post some uh, costume pictures next week or oh, oh. Uh, puppy dog pictures barking in the background. <laughs> All right. I know. <laughs> so. Well, cool. Well, do y'all have anything else? I don't believe so. so. No. Nope. Thanks right. for listening. Well, by the time we reconvene, it may be after uh, it may be after Halloween, so happy Halloween, everybody! Yeah, oh, happy Halloween. True. Yeah, I think the next time this post, it will be after Halloween. Yeah, so yep, we'll be in the Michael we'll is in, coming home. We'll be in the the real dark era of of this. Uh, oh, yeah. So no. maybe we can oh, record it, it during the Halloween season, and it will air after it. So. We will we will keep it alive. We'll keep horror alive through yes. through the Jobbies. <laughs> yeah. Well cool. Well all right. Well that's it for this week and um 
yeah, I guess the next time this airs, it'll be the dreaded November. So we'll we'll do everything <laughs> we can to make it enjoyable. So yes. So until then, um, find us online and um, you know find us on iTunes, find us on Stitcher. Um, I think we might even be on Spotify now. I don't know. I'll have to check. We're everywhere. Just come say hey, and we will talk to We're you soon. Everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> bye guys. Bye. bye.